So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I'm the editor-in-chief for drbycuspid.com as well as the co-founder of Ignite DA. Thanks as always for joining us, no matter where you found us. Uh, we are all over those uh, podcast platforms and we'd love to have you as a subscriber because we try to bring you the latest and best information with some of the top minds out there, including... And I'm just going to say he's becoming a regular guest of ours, which is tremendous. And that's dental pharmacology expert, Tom Viola. Tom, what is going on, my friend? Kevin, it's always a pleasure to be here with you. And it's always a pleasure to talk on pharmacology. And uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to everybody who's uh, listening to these podcasts. I get a lot of feedback, a lot of good feedback on my website okay. and uh, via email. So happy to do it as always, buddy. Thank well, you so much. I, I'm glad to hear that. And I know that your message resonates out there with so many of our listeners and, and readers on Dr. By Cuspin. I'm very thankful for that. Thank so, you. you know, one thing that I was drawn to, I read an article that you wrote, uh, a blog post, by the way, tomviola.com, a great resource. But I saw you talking about vitamins, nutritional supplements, and COVID-19. And, and I thought you made some really interesting points in there. And I'm just going to lob the ball up there and let you take it away. Absolutely. You know, from the beginning, Kevin, we've been hearing about uh, lots of different methods and lots of different treatment, potential treatments for COVID-19, not just to actually treat it uh, as far as, you know, to eradicate it. That's a whole other uh, subset. But uh, things to be to use either prophylax against it or to make its symptoms less uh, severe. So really, it's it's the threefold um, uh, approach here. It's either I don't want to get it. If I get it, I want to make it as mild as possible. And uh, how do I get rid of this thing altogether? So sure. there hasn't been much in the last two. There's been a few things uh, from the the more natural or holistic approach. Uh, but really, that's I, I believe uh, making the symptoms less severe and preventing it altogether, um, preventing a relapse with it. Is really the the realm of traditional allopathic medicine, but but the prophylaxis against getting it at all, like from the first uh, first uh, moment, you know, the patients who are naive to COVID nineteen, to prevent it, uh, what what could we use? What kind of supplements? What kind of vitamins? What kind of things at our disposal can we use other than traditional medicine? So you've got uh, a big push out there for using things like zinc, uh, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E. And none of it was really organized. None of it was really put together in a, in a cohesive plan until recently when the Eastern Virginia Medical School actually published their critical care management protocol for COVID-19. And they addressed the three buckets I just described. They said, okay, if you got it, you know, what, how do we make the symptoms less? And how do we prevent you from getting it again? But they also included the first bucket, which is using dietary supplements and vitamins to prevent getting infection with COVID-19. Again, that very well could be true, but but to have that put out there by a medical school certainly right. to me was a landmark moment. Yeah, and and you know, again, I wanna remind our, our listeners, uh, if you've been listening to our recent podcast with Tom, you know that he actually battled and, and got through COVID-19 and we're very thankful for that. And I've gotta ask, what have you done in the day since to kind of build back up your system? Is there a kind of a regiment that you found that's worked for you? Believe it or not, I, I started taking a multivitamin. And I'm not saying I, I never was a fan of multivitamins or that you shouldn't take multivitamins. Honest to God, Kevin, I had the same bottle of vitamins for three years. You know, if I remember to take it, I did. But otherwise, you know, we just sort of sit there like, oh, yeah, I got to take that. <laughs> so after having COVID-19, I really made a commitment to 
eating healthy and taking vitamins and, and getting as moderate exercise as I could uh, because I just felt like it's probably the right thing to do, especially at my age at this point. Uh, but then reading this article uh, about the, this yeah. uh, Virginia Medical School really was sort of kicking myself in the behind saying, man, I wish I had read this before, you know, because why didn't I know about it? Well, and, and let's reiterate how big this is for the medical school to come out with this paper. I mean, just kind of hammer it home in crayon almost to our listeners here. Exactly. So so it's based on a few easily obtainable ingredients. Uh, you can probably get them in any GNC. And the surprising thing about them was it seemed to break with tradition, whereas sometimes you read online about using supplements and vitamins, and inevitably or invariably it involves taking very high doses. In this case, the majority of the recommendations aren't really very high doses at all. So it's it's almost, in my mind, that that's that's hap I'm happy to hear that that's not you know overdosing if you want to call it that. But at the same time, it it seems reasonable for a person to be able to take these, maybe already taking some of these, and just add on a few more things if this protocol exists. Now, the the problem, if you want to call it that, is that the medical school said. There is very limited data and none specific for COVID-19. They featured that prominently in the beginning saying, we don't really know if this is going to work. But, okay. you know, and then they said the following cocktail, that's what they call it, may have a role in the prevention and mitigation of COVID-19. So with those two disclaimers, they're basically saying, here's what you need to do. If you're not already taking vitamin C, you should be taking vitamin C 500 milligrams twice a day. There's another dietary supplement called quercetin or quercetin, and 250 milligrams to 500 milligrams of that also twice a day. Now, the good news about that, if you want to look at it from a completely uh, nutritional standpoint, is that vitamin C and quercetin are, are synergistic. So they work well together to, um, to prevent COVID-19 infection because quercetin has that, it's a, it's a flavonoid, a plant flavonoid but it actually gained notoriety with researchers in China because it has the ability, it's a, it binds to the spike protein of the COVID-19 virus. Hmm. Now, we didn't find this with COVID-19, we found it actually with SARS-CoV-1, but by extension, researchers said, well, okay, if it's effective for preventing infection with SARS-CoV-1, why not SARS-CoV-2? So that that's where some of the excitement where quercetin came in. Plus again, as I said, they are, uh, synergistic and that when vitamin C is depleted, quercetin helps re-energize the vitamin C. This, this is again, from my readings online, a lot of this information may be accurate, but uh, th this is the general hypothesis. Okay. The next ingredient is zinc. And zinc, everybody knows, does help bolster your immune system. And that's really you know a pre pretty reasonable dose, 75 to 100 milligrams once a day. Okay. You know, and, and Tom, one thing that, you know, and I, and I love that they put that disclaimer at the start. I think that's really important. But you know, as well as I do, there's a lot of folks out there who are saying this is the magic bullet. This is the magic bullet. As a pharmacology expert, as a pharmacist, how do you kind of cut through what the, the noise to find out what's real and what isn't in this day? Well, you know, if they had stopped there with just those three ingredients, I might have been a little dubious, but they actually added two more ingredients, which really caught my interest. Uh, vitamin D3. Now, we've heard a lot of information about D3 and its, uh, its relationship with COVID-19. Uh, but they recommended a relatively mild dose, 1,000 to 4,000 units once a day. And then they said melatonin. 
And, and that one was a kind of a head scratcher for me because I said, how would melatonin uh, be something I would use to prevent COVID-19? So that's what made me dig in and look. So to answer your question in a roundabout way, I said, well, if they're going to start promoting this stuff, I got to figure out how in the heck melatonin is going to be uh, useful for this. But the thought process here is that melatonin is thought to reduce inflammation and fibrosis in the lungs, which are common complications of COVID-19. Uh, now, the only issue I have with all of this is, okay, so to answer your question again, I look it up, you know, and some uh, reputable resources that I have on natural supplements and so on. Now I'm thinking this, since all of this stuff's available over the counter and widely available without prescription, what, what would I have as a tool to prevent people from taking greater doses than what's recommended? You know, if, if this is good, then twice as much means sure. I'll be twice as less likely to, to you know, to, to get infected. Sure. That's logical, right? Yeah. yeah. But I know that's why a lot of people do think about it. So if you're the dental assistant out there or the dental hygienist or the dentist taking the medical history and you know people are taking this combination, which they may be proud to tell you about, rightfully so, remember that all of these ingredients I mentioned all have adverse effects that impact dentistry in high doses. So yeah, so to start off again, vitamin C and, and quercetin and zinc, all reasonable supplements, but when taken together, as I said, the vitamin C and quercetin are synergistic, both for benefits and adverse effects. And the, the most common adverse effect is kidney damage. It's the same thing with zinc. In high doses, zinc can also cause kidney damage. Okay, guess what? Vitamin D in high doses can also affect the kidneys. Mm. And melatonin in high doses may not affect the kidneys per se, but the thing about melatonin that got my attention was when you combine it with things like opioid analgesics and benzodiazepines, things we commonly use in dentistry, it can increase the respiratory depressive effects. So all four, you know, people trying alternate therapies to see if they can reduce their infection rate. But as, as dentists and hygienists and assistants, we've got to be on top of making sure we take that medical history and getting correct dosages down so we can advise them as well. That's such a great point. And, you know, I know you and I have harped on the medical history in, in previous podcasts. And yet, you know, again, I'm just going to state it. I think it's never been more important now to actually dig in and not let the patient just kind of shrug and say, oh, nothing's changed since the last time we got together. You know, it's really about digging in and asking those questions to find out. Exactly. And I, I think, you know, now more than ever, especially because it seems like people like me are kind of, and you, have we talked about this, are kind of frustrated with this virus. So we're trying to all find, as you said, that magic bullet to just get rid of it once and for all. And and some of these things are, are natural and they're considered safe. So therefore, you know, why not try them? But but I, I wanted to make sure you and I raised the issue today that, yes, it could be beneficial, but there, there's pretty solid evidence that it could be not so beneficial in high doses. It's great stuff. And I'll tell you, this is something, like I said, I went on to TomViola.com and read about. So, you know, I'm just going to recommend that this becomes some good reading for you all as well. And Tom, I know you've got a lot more on your, your website than just uh, blogs like this. What are some other things that they can find on there? Oh, thank you. You know, honestly, it's a, it's a pleasure when I see people visiting my site. I try to check in daily to see who's on there. It's TomViola.com. You'll find lots of stuff on there. The most two prominent things you'll find are you know, my blog, which is where I publish all of my um, latest and greatest information on dental pharmacology and uh, the continuing education courses you can take on demand. So if you're just lounging around the house and want to grab some credits, you could do it then. 
if it's, as I like to say, three hours before midnight on the last day of your renewal cycle and you want to take a course then and get a certificate, you can do it right then and there as well. Uh, and also, you know, Facebook and Instagram are, are, are uh, vehicles that I use as well. Uh, Pharmacology Declassified is how is the handle I go under, uh, just because that's the name of my company. And it was founded for that purpose, to make pharmacology declassified, easy and practical to use. Well, and I know your words of wisdom are always practical and, and easy to digest, shall we say. So I always appreciate Thanks. you being on, man. And uh, we'll look forward to our next chat already. I know uh, we'll we'll wrap this one up and then we'll plan another one. And I'm looking forward to it already. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for everything. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for uh, paying attention to me for, the, for the, these podcasts and uh, visiting my website. I appreciate it very much. Well, it's we love having you on, and I know just judging from the numbers, our listeners like uh, hearing what you say as well. So we appreciate that, and we appreciate all of you who are the listeners because obviously you're what makes our podcast go. And certainly think about subscribing to us. Uh, we try to bring you the latest information, as well as if you like what you heard, we always love the ratings and the feedback as well. But for now, Kevin Henry, co-founder of IgniteDA.net, as well as the editor-in-chief for Dr. Mike Cuspid, signing off. Wishing you great health and great success in the days ahead. Together we rise.